Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Virtuous Unicorns podcast. In this show, we are joining up with the lovely Tony Wheel for her health Q&A shows, which are currently live streamed on her YouTube channel. Okay, we are live, I think, I hope. <laughs> this is Tony Wheel and um, Sarah from Virtuous Unicorns. This is our eighth health question and answer, where we answer um, whatever question comes in, whatever it is about, preferably health, of course. That is where we like uh, to help. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're always looking forward uh, to this hour with uh, with everybody. Yes, we definitely so, talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if people can hear me. Yeah, maybe give us a thumbs up or whatnot in the comments, please. Yep. There we go. <laughs> I am gone. <laughs> that's great. It's always that's always good to see. And this time, I did not forget to record. I usually forget that. There we go. <laughs> but then, then again, you you are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> One of us, huh? <laughs> I have no idea if there are any, of course, I don't know that, if there are any new people listening, but a, very, a little background about me is um, I became a uh, Dr. Morris uh, certified uh, practitioner after, uh, oh, probably eight years of not being able to work. I'm pretty sick. And at at least 10 more years that I have been looking into what in the world made me sick and how can I, uh, how can I uh, reverse this? How can I change this? And nothing seems to work until the point that I was like, I don't wanna live like this anymore. I was getting depressed, I was bedridden and could only move around in a wheelchair. And um, well, life was no fun. And I had, you know, every reason to be happy. I, you know, was in a, an amazing relationship and, but the health was so bad and I was in such a bad shape. And that is where I met Dr. Morris. And um, I learned a few little things. And those few things is what I always love to share. And how can you get on that same path uh, with your healing? And that is what we are for. That is where I help people is assisting them on their health journey and answering their questions whenever needed. Of course, outside these live uh, Q&As also. And um, so that is a, a little bit about me. Um, I'm also a certified uh, iridologist, but I feel I need to learn more. So I have kept that, uh, put that on hold for, uh, for the last year as in to, uh, to actually read people's eyes, only the basics. I will get into that deeper in the very near future because it, it, is, it is needed. And iridology is so amazing, especially when I learned, and this is only recently, that you can actually see what is going on in the body in the eyes before you even have any symptoms. Because I was told certain things that I was like, no, I don't have that. And I was shown, yes, you do. And the symptoms had not shown up yet. And if I don't stick <laughs> to my old fruit, the symptoms are showing up. So, you know, the reading was correct and this is how it works. 
So that is why it's so beautiful that you can actually already see in the iris what is going on in your body before you even have any symptoms. So it is definitely, uh, oh my gosh, I would suggest everybody, you know, dive into that. I have a beautiful charge in, uh, in, in it's, it's not that hard to do unless you have really dark brown eyes, then it's not easy. But um, it is, uh, it's very interesting, very interesting. I find that very interesting that there is only two eye colors. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That is. Yeah, and there are people who say that that is not um, not the case, that uh, there are more colors, but we've seen changes with people's eye color. Mm -hmm. And it even happens, you know, when babies can be born with one color and over the years, they see the color changes mm -hmm. and you think, oh, that is beautiful. All these different colors. Well, all these different colors, they are a signal of something going on in your body that you prefer actually not to have. Yeah. And, um, and, and it shows you about your genetic uh, constitution, if it's strong or medium or weak. The stronger it is, the easier it is to heal. The weaker it is, the harder you have to work on it. Yeah. And the longer it can take. So you can never compare one person to the others. Like, well, I've been, you know, I'm three months on uh, on all fruit and I'm healed. And another one would say, well, I'm three years on it and I'm not. That is the difference in constitution. In, you know, so everybody is different with that. Yep. And how some babies are born with blue eyes and then their eyes change. Yeah. So, yep, that's true too. Yeah, from often from blue to green. Mm -hmm. And uh, my eyes went from really bright blue to kind of grayish. Now I know that is it shows the stagnated lymph mm -hmm. and uh, it slowly, slowly is changing. And uh, it takes time. So it is a journey. It's not, oh, we do a detox and here we go. Everything is fine and fixed. Doesn't work that way. Yep. I have yet to take the pictures of my eyes. Um, so I stand in the mirror and I try to see. And then I'm like, well, I can't really see, but it's almost like every time I'm in front of the mirror, I'm trying to see anything in my eyes. And I don't know if anyone else does that too, but I always find it silly that I'm in there trying to do that. It actually, um, th th this is what amazed me the first time I had, well, it was actually the second time, because the first time I had my pictures taken was in the, oh, probably somewhere in the early 70s. So I was into iridology a long, long time ago. But when they took them now, and they did it actually at Dr. Morse's office, I was like, well, this is not how it looks when I look in the mirror. And she was, no, you see more detail now. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was uh, I was taken aback because I was like, but all that whitish over it, I don't see that. But actually, that make from a distance that make my eyes look more grayish instead of blue, mm -hmm. but it's more of a darker blue. Yep, that's so. really neat though. Yeah, um, we do have a question in the chat. Uh, Lex is saying that as a frugivore for a year and a half now, they are still having problems with asthma. Um, okay, uh, being a frugivore, does that mean that you are absolutely 100% on fruit only? Or are you adding any fats, oils to it? Mm -hmm. it's, that's important to know. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. have you tested your kidneys? Um, have you tried urinating in a jar to see if you're actually filtering? Is that a, another question that would be good? Yeah, of course, you know, we always need to know if the kidneys are filtering and please don't, when you say a jar, I'm thinking plastic to oh. make that, uh, <laughs> make that a, and of course, a clean glass jar. <laughs> yeah. I was, I actually always think of like the spaghetti jars that everyone throws away. Uh, so I was like, I don't know how spaghetti jars look. I don't yep. Know. yep. They're like a glass jar. Um, it's like oh, the spaghetti okay. sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I always see them at the recycling places and I'm like, man, people could reuse these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone could uh, collect their urine in them. <laughs> now, the no, reason no. why I was kind of going to that route was what controls the breathing and um, that the whole nervous system of that, is that where the adrenals play in? It is. It's all, it's, yeah, adrenals too. But there's always more to it. Have you, Lex? Have you tried uh, any uh, any herbs? Any of the formulas that would help? There is uh, there is a tree lung um, uh, tea. It's only three uh, three herbs. Mm-hmm. What is it? Melon leaf, um, pleurisy roots. What is the other one? There's another one. Um, I knew it by heart. Fenugreek uh, Greek seed. Yeah, fenugreek seed. Yeah, there is a lung detox. Um, there is a spasm. Uh, we have a spasm. Um, uh, yeah, what do you call it? Spasm control, spasm help. Mm-hmm. That has a few uh, interesting. Uh, I don't have all the herbs right here, because otherwise you could see what herbs are in there. Yeah, spasm calm, and uh, and that would help. Yep. Um, um, yeah, reply yeah. back. First six months, only fruit, uh, lost 26 kgs. Uh, weekend, they do more green vegetables. Yeah, I, I read it. Okay. Okay. Okay, I see you just ordered some herbs from uh, Dr. Morris. Oh, and um, just a little bit, something else. I decided we, next week we're going to do a live, uh, going to do this live that everybody can uh, chime in, but you will have to let me know so I can send you a Zoom link. Okay. And then we can just chat back and forth instead of having to text. Great. I want to I try that out, how that is going to work. I, uh, I have no idea how many people we can have on it, but I think, you know, we have like 10, 12 people. That'd be great. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah, Lex, also, um, you say you drink a lot of juices. Um, make sure that you also eat the fruit. That is important, too. I was asthmatic years ago. And to this day, I still carry an albuterol inhaler just because, um, you know, just out of fear, basically. Um, and luckily, I have yet to have to use it. Um, so I, you know, I did some herbs back when I was working with a naturopath probably 15 years ago. And I, there was something in there like um, cat's claw or something in there. I'm not really sure, but I know the mullen um, does help. Um, I've also used the fenugreek seed in the mullen. I've yet to use the pleurisy root, but I know that's in his mix. Um, and then of course, the more I don't have any of the mucus or the phlegm, 
and that definitely does help too. Uh, but I did have the bronchial asthma. Okay, well, I have to be honest, I don't know the difference from one uh, asthma to, uh, to the other. It's only now you mentioned that bronchial asthma. Mm -hmm. I had that once when I was still smoking in my early 20s. I didn't mm -hmm. smoke long. And then I had like an attack for a whole week that made me stop smoking altogether. And I was told I was allergic for, uh, for smoking, for smoke, for mm -hmm. whatever. And as of today, I still am. It's like, you know, that's why I never went into a bar or where they were, people were smoking. Because here in the US, you know, you, you had already restaurants that didn't have, uh, well, you had smoke-free areas and uh, you didn't have that in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And that is only something, I think it started the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, restaurants, everybody was always smoking everywhere. It was crazy. And I just couldn't be there. It was like, everything was just shut off in, in me, I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. And I was told then that was a bronchial asthma and I had to get on, on medication and I was, no, nah, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, I just stay away from all the smoke. Yeah. And, uh, and that was the same with an allergy for, uh, what is it, these exhaust fumes from, uh, from cars and trucks. Mm -hmm. I lived in the city and I was like, okay, I moved it into the country, which I did. Mm -hmm. And I never had it. I never had it again. But I definitely cannot be, you know, in, in any perfumes, you know, make me kind of can't breathe and, and start coughing. And it's the same with, uh, with smoke. Yeah. But um, I see smokers uh, rarely here now. I don't know how it is in the Netherlands these days. Yeah. Yeah. When you actually see someone smoking a real cigarette now, you're like, oh, wow, <laughs> you all still exist. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you still see people smoking. I hope they rise up someday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so I would, um, Lex, if you can get the spasm calm, that would definitely help you. And I know there is a new um, uh, sh shop, online shop in Belgium, I think. And uh, they have, uh, I think they would have it. But spasm calm is the one that you would use with... Um, but you know, there, there's every, always more to it. But start eating some more fruit and not only uh, only the juices, especially if uh, if your lungs are uh, uh, involved. I saw another question somewhere before, and now I don't see it anymore. I may have missed it. And um, you hear uh, Senna, you heard a doctor say that fruit is not good due to the amount of fructose for those with fatty livers. I've never heard that. It's not what we uh, worry about. It's um, We get into the transition and leave out all the fats in the, the oils and the cooked foods and of course all the animal foods. Um, so my, <laughs> my first line is always like eliminate the meat, of course, and then the fish and the chicken, all the poetry and the dairy and the the eggs, the meat, uh, oh, sorry, meat I already had, um, the cooked foods, the beans, grains, rice, you know, it's a grain, and uh, oils and fats, and, and, and transition to something that is mostly fruit with some raw veggies, and, and be careful with um, fatty, really fatty fruits, and, and uh, you know, like avocado, which is a uh, veggie fruit, and, and you go from there. Um, if curcumin is specifically good for detoxing the fatty liver, I have never heard that. Um, the thing is, when we start with adding um, yeah, herbs and spices and we don't change the diet, 
I feel that is not the way to go. It's the diet always comes first. And, and when you are like, okay, I'm using curcumin to treat a fatty liver, it's like, no, we don't treat. We go with the, for the cause. The, why, why do you have a fatty liver in the first place? You know, what, what is the reason? And that is what we have to uh, address and not the fatty liver itself. So no treatments. And, you know, when you look at, um, at, at the herbal formulas that Dr. Morse make, he is very clear, they are not treatments and um, they are tissue specific. So it's not like, you know, I have a fatty liver, so now I use this. Well, I did just say, if you have asthma, <laughs> use Spasm Calm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, it's not no I didn't really contradict myself but I know that is something where it helps <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah we had fatty liver issues um with one of our family members and we did put them on um orange juice and um, they were doing salads still but with just like a lemon juice or something like that no oil told them to cut out all fats all oil everything like that and when they went back to the doctor in three months time, they did see improvement, but they were starting to get to the point where they wanted to do the biopsies. And so after coming back with those results, the doctor did not want to move forward with the biopsy at this time. They wanted just to still monitor it through blood. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is amazing. I had, I was diagnosed with a fatty liver uh, years ago, many years ago, mm -hmm. 20 years ago. And I never worried about it. I thought it was kind of crazy. I thought you had a fatty liver when you were, you know, alcoholic. But then they said, no, it is a non-alcoholic fatty liver. So I was like, oh, okay, because I never, never drink. Yep, absolutely. And, um, but yeah, it has to do with your diet. So diet, your diet needs to change. And, and it's like, what Dr. Moore said, diet always comes first. And it's not as much as what you add to it, but what you leave out. I mean, if you keep eating all the things that, that you're eating, like all the animal products and the fats and the um, um, oils, you know, in the grains and the beans and the cooked food and the, the fermented foods and, well, everything, everything that's not good for us, where you have to read a label, and then you add a, a lot of fruit, it's not going to help you, not at all. Yep. And I think that is where the problems come from, that people say, like, yeah, um, fruit, the fruit sugar feeds uh, candida or it feeds cancer. Yeah, if you eat that way, it's like, but it's still not the fruit is doing it. It's the, uh, the pretty bad diet. Mm -hmm. When we talked about uh, diabetes before and I was talking about someone transitioning over to just fruit, they were saying that I can't have a banana. If I have a banana, my blood sugar will spike. And I said, well, it's not the banana it's the fat that you already have within your body that's not allowing the sugars to go where it needs to go i said so of course it's going to spike maybe your first day or second day but by the third day you should see your numbers coming down and their numbers did come down very quickly and i think you know who i'm speaking of mm -hmm. and um we had to like basically call the doctor, the pharmacy, and they started pulling them off of insulin right away too, because of how fast fruit can start to heal your body. 
it's um it's pretty amazing i um i for for a long time i was do because i became a diabetic after i had a whole bunch of vaccination for immigration and mm-hmm. i thought i was doing great you know i you know my sugar should be good and uh, eating that healthy but i was still adding uh, a little you know some nuts some you know the fats from the avocado and and some cooked and i thought you know like that, that that's healthy you know you can do that my sugars were over 300. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is crazy. And I get this, this, this jittery feeling inside. Mm. And then I, and I'm not one for testing often. I don't like to do that. It's maybe once in a great while, but I could feel it when my sugar is too high. I get jittery inside as soon as it gets over 150. Mm. So when I don't eat any fats at all, my, my sugar readings are in the 80s. Yeah, and that was the first and I was amazed, but it took me about a little longer than two, three days, or maybe I didn't test uh, sooner, but when I was two days, two weeks in all fruit, I tested it, curiosity, and it was 82. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's called um, intermyocellular lipid, I believe, and the way I always look at it is people want marbled meat. Well, that is what our muscle would then look like, so it's fat within the muscle. Yeah. And um, once you get all that fat out of your muscle, which I guess, depending on how marbled you are, and you don't have to be overweight for that either. I mean, you can be thin and still have these issues. Um, but yeah, when you start getting the fat out. Um, and then also, I feel another question too from Lex about the allergies. Does the allergies relate to the liver also? Like I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What I do know is all the, he already said, you know, it, it lost most of the allergies. Your allergies always change throughout your life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it has so much to do with the food, with everything that you eat, that you, um, yeah, yeah. That, it, it, it changes. Yeah. It changes so much for people even that have cat allergies or um, what is it? What do you call those allergies that you have in the spring? Um, seasonal allergies, yeah, or um, yeah. Hay, hay fever. Hay fever, yeah. Even that can change. Yep. And so, does, I mean, I still go through it too because, like, I'm always in the barn or out there too, and I notice that if I'm not around it as much, I'll get like little bumps on my arms and have trouble breathing. But the next day, I'm okay. Um, yeah, it just kind of comes and goes, really. But we're bombarded. I mean, even if you're eating clean we're bombarded by everything. Um, you know, people are bringing trees into their yards that probably shouldn't be there. Uh, things we're just not used to. Um, Lord knows what's in the air. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there is a lot in the air. And, and I can always tell when I, I sneeze more mm-hmm. and okay, there is, you know, my body is rejecting something. So something tries to come in, it doesn't want to. So that's where the sneezing comes in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can easily say that is that is an allergy. But when we are on 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 mostly fruit, we are actually we're getting stronger, and we can handle we can handle it way way more. Mm-hmm. I can. I still find it funny that people will ask us like, um, so how? It actually, was um, I can't remember who it was that I asked last. Uh, so how did you guys fare with like all the flus and stuff before, you know, what's going on now with this pandemic? And every year we'd get asked that. And I'm like, people get this every year? Like, I thought it was just something like people would caught every once in a while, but 
And they always thought that we were just so different. And I mean, by all means, like my son is definitely not like super healthy or anything either, but um, I always just found it funny that people would always assume you would just get sick every year. And I'm like, no, we we're so far so good <laughs> as we go through. But I know we all just got over what we all just had in January, but um, in the past though, everybody just assumes you just get sick every year. So all the stuff that's out there circulating around all the time. Well, in a way, the, the getting a cold is actually good because it's your body detoxing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, stuff needs to come out. That is why it usually happened in the, in the, well, the end of the winter after we've been putting in a lot and a lot of uh, junk food. So, yep. yeah. That's very true. You mentioned something about coffee enemas. Yeah, I know we spoke about those two shows ago, one yeah. show ago, um, with the coffee enemas, and sometimes people getting addicted to them too. It's, um, it's well, not healthy. Oh, hold on, hold on. Something <laughs> weird is going on here. So, I have... Um, I have a computer with a mind of its own. <laughs> it's gone. There we go. <laughs> I know as soon as that happened, I looked at mine. I was like, oh. <laughs> no, it's usually me. <laughs> I, I was looking for something because I had this a long article or yeah, I think I had an article about coffee animals. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, I was looking it up, see if I could uh, post it, but I don't see it right now. And I just, I shouldn't try to do other things when I need to collect my thoughts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it yeah. just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it is, um, I have people that are, had done it for years and, and it's now like 10, 50 years later and they still try to heal from it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you get addicted to it because you cannot even have a bowel movement if you don't do it. But then they say, yeah, but now I have a bowel movement every day. It's like it would be normal if you have a bowel movement without the enemas, without any enema, coffee or anything else. That is what is normal. And if you don't have that, you will have to look at how is your, uh, is your lymph moving? How is your body working? Why don't you have any, any bowel movements? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should definitely be two, three times a day. Yeah, I learned um, an hour, yeah, an hour after uh, every, um, uh, what is it, after every um, uh, meal. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I did a uh, pretty strong, um, what was that, a bowel detox, GI tract detox, oh, probably 10 years ago from Dr. Schultz. That was not, that was no fun. And um, after that, I, um, it was all herbs, so no worries there. Mm -hmm. But um, after that, I was like, oh my gosh, I have it one hour after every meal. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And as of today, that is still the case. Yeah. Now, when you are on, on all fruit, and especially when you're transitioning, so you start changing your diet, everything starts to change. Your bowel movements do. Sometimes it's normal. Sometimes it's like diarrhea. Sometimes it's once a day. Then it's four times a day. So because you are changing so much, there's nothing to worry about. Mm -hmm. 
That's true. Um, and you got to be cautious of um, people that have like IBS type symptoms where as soon as they eat something, then they're in the restroom right away too. That is, that is not what we're talking about. <laughs> um, to me, I always imagine that it's like um, nothing is being absorbed and it's just immediately exiting your body. Um, depending on what you ate, that could be a good thing. Uh, but just also depending on how much maybe buildup you have in your intestines and whatnot too, if you need to do like a GI broom or sweep that out, um, you know, cause your body does need to be able to absorb everything you're eating too. That is the whole, the whole key to clean out your, uh, your GI tract, because if it's, if it, you still have the mucoid plaque in it that has been built up, you know, over time and, uh, and you had, you have eaten meat then uh, you barely absorb any of the nutrients. That's why you, people sometimes get uh, the, the excessive thinness, mm -hmm. just not absorbing. So you need to clean it out so your body can absorb the nutrients. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so definitely, you know, if you're having to do enemas or whatnot, again, you're, you're not getting to the source of the problem. Uh, I was going to say to the bottom of things, <laughs> but um, you need to start from the inside out. Yeah, Alex mentioned, I thought allergies come from the gut. Well, that is, everything is related to each other. It's like your, if your kidneys are not functioning uh, adequately or filtering adequately and the lymph is stagnated, you cannot get the waste out. If it's stagnated, you your bowel movement stagnates too. So everything in that always works together. So it is like, um, yeah, a clean a clean gut and still had the your kidneys are not filtering. Wouldn't you have any allergies? I don't know. I think it all we work on it all together. It's it's an it's a whole process, as in cleaning your whole body out, healing the whole body, not just a part. You cannot do just a part. Mm -hmm. Well, even with the toe example that Dr. Morris has been working on, um, he, he didn't just go in and start working on the toe. He worked on the the whole body, the, the body as a whole, and because the body was able to heal, the toe started to heal. And then I remember he said too, that the man was even a diabetic. So not only is he healing the toe, he's healing his body and he's healing the diabetes. So it's like a that's whole picture. It, that's how it works. Yep. Yep. Uh, next question, are bananas good for us? Yeah, they are, but it depends. It depends what you are trying to do. Um, it kind of, do you want to eat only bananas? No, I wouldn't. I have heard of people who easily ate uh, seven to a dozen bananas uh, in a sitting. I wouldn't do that. You want to eat a banana once in a while? I do. I mean, I make banana and ice cream in the evening. Absolutely wonderful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can eat bananas. They're good. Yep. I um, think Dr. Dr. Morris, one, some, someone mentioned that to me that he had said that, and I haven't heard it, so I apologize. It is hearsay, but that he had said that you can actually live on bananas. They have that much in it for us. Mm -hmm. um, I think I would get pretty uh, constipated if I do that. I was going to ask about their water content. 
Yeah, I have actually a file um, oh. and I, I use that now with my uh, protocol um, um, document, the water content of all the fruits that we eat mm -hmm. and, and the veggies that we eat on the detox. And that is interesting to know. Mm -hmm. It has it has some things that have more water than you would think. And I mean, the, the ones with the most water, of course, is the watermelon. Yeah, that's for sure. That definitely makes a lot of juice when you juice a watermelon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, I, I do know that there's a lot of people out there on YouTube land that eat a lot of bananas all the time. Um, but definitely, you know, they, it is a fruit, they are good. Um, my other question would be too, is pretty much aren't most of the bananas that we have access to, at least in the United States, only owned by two companies. Yeah. And um, then that always makes me think too, Am I eating a real banana? Is this a, I mean, I know a lot of corporations own a lot of companies that distribute all the fruits to us, but bananas are one of the ones that only two companies, you know. Yeah, and I have, I have watched, once watched a movie about their practices and, you know, it's, it's one thing that they are organic and uh, now the last few weeks we have good tasting bananas, but for a year I barely ate any because they tasted so bad. Mm -hmm. So they probably uh, had to uh, go back to what they were doing before because, you know, if you make something that tastes bad, nobody's going to buy it. And there goes your whole industry. Exactly. So now they taste uh, okay again. Um, if they are what they should be, I really don't know. I have been buying bananas locally because, you know, I'm in central Florida. So there are farms here that grow it. I have my first banana tree that after the frost uh, only has two leaves left. Mm. And I didn't see any bananas yet. But um, uh, they do taste different. And, and they are usually the very small ones. I was going to say, I would love to try some of the, the really small ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, there is a, um, uh, there are now several companies, actually, one is in California, the other one is in Florida, and they ship um, fruit all over the country. The thing only is you do not get them tree ripened because, you know, it takes five days uh, to seven days for, be, before it arrives. So that wouldn't be good. So you need to get them tree ripened. That would be the best. So I would definitely check locally. If you are further up north, yeah, you don't have any local banana growers. Mm -hmm. So you do you do with what you can get and not worry about it. Bless it. It's good for you. And, you know, have that in your mind and then not worry about it. Because when we go there, we can worry about anything. And then you, you get the feeling there's nothing to eat. And that is, you know, you can't go there. We know that the body can adjust to many things. Look at all the junk that we've been putting into it. You know, it's like completely crazy. And, and, we, and we never wonder like, you know, was that really good for us from the French fries baked in, uh, in canola oil? And yeah, and, and we, don't, we don't give it a second thought. And now you actually have a lot of people that are not even on this path yet. It's like, yeah, but is organic even real? And, and how good is it? And what you mentioned with the two companies, I've heard that 
before, but it's like, you know, you didn't worry about all the other junk and, and the body could adjust to that. I think it's mm -hmm. still much, much, much better to eat that banana that you find in the store when it tastes good than, uh, you know, than any other uh, junk food. So we don't worry about it. Absolutely. I, I have to say something to, mm -hmm. uh, to somebody in the chat, and that is uh, Jacob van Tongeren, and um, he called us schatjes. Now, it's goedenavond schatjes. I have not heard that in many, many, many years. Now, I've been living in Florida for 20 years. Not even my husband calls us, calls me a schatje. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it is it is very sweet. It means sweetie. Oh. So he was he was just in because it, it's evening now in the Netherlands. So he was just saying, you know, good evening, sweeties. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but that word schatjes, it, it's been a long time since I saw that. So sorry, uh, Jacob. I just had to uh, <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> yeah, thank funny. you. Yeah. Looks like Christine says. Um, Christina says that she's going to look for more local bananas because she is in Florida. Oh yeah, that is good. There, there are there are a, there's a big uh, farm is in uh, near Miami, but there are north northern part of Miami. There are more Sarasota area, but I'm sure there are more. We just have to you know look for it, find it, and uh, yeah, or even try to grow it your own, especially if you're in the tropical regions, for sure. Yeah, it, it's not a. Uh, they don't grow that that easily, and they can. They they're very. Um, um, uh, oh, what what is the word? Uh, sensitive to temperatures, and how much water they get. Mine is in a in a pot, and I've had it for oh about five months. I think it got one new leaf, so it's it's not growing fast. Mm. It's not an easy uh, easy thing to grow. And I saw that uh, I go to the farmer's market and uh, the lady who was selling there, she showed a picture of uh, the banana trees and all the uh, uh, the bananas all green because they're not ripe yet. Mm -hmm. They were still on there, but the trees died because of the frost. We had a few oh. nights with very light frost, but the, the, the trees cannot handle that. No. So all the all the leaves were were brown and shriveled up, and and, and she was asking like, I wonder if the bananas will still ripen on the tree now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Um, do you see Grant's question about bruising? Yeah, it's it's. Um... Congratulations on the sixty pounds down. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that works easily on uh, on the all raw. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is the um, the um, the bruising wasn't that. I think that's parathyroid. And uh, that can be worked on. Everything heals, but it heals slowly. And I hear Dr. Moore's always saying, fruit brings out the weaknesses in our body. Well, you know, that could be one of the weaknesses that you weren't aware of before. Pointing out and showing what other area to maybe work on as we- Yeah, it is, it's, para, it's parathyroid. Mm -hmm. But I, I personally, I feel that everything gets stronger the longer we stay on this. And um, yeah. Yep. 
just some <laughs> takes time. <laughs> yeah, Grant says, if you can't get fresh oranges in Florida, we have a problem. Well, we do have a problem. <laughs> yes, we do. I, I, have, I have a hard time getting good, uh, good oranges and Florida oranges, forget it. I have not had Florida oranges here, not organic ones anyway. Oh, that's a shame. They come from uh, California, always. <laughs> And I live in the middle of the orange groves. There, and every you know, you go out of the out of the city, out of the, the small towns, and it's orange groves everywhere. And um, they all go for the the orange industry. There is right where I live. There is mm -hmm. a factory, actually two in the area. Wow. Uh, no, two, three. Every it seems that all the the towns around uh, us here they have one. So that is where all the oranges go. That's and end, end up in packages with added sugar. <laughs> well, we for sure live in an upside down world if you cannot even get Florida oranges and you live near them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More proof. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, the question was, uh, when taking cold and hot showers to the lymphatic system, when why start and end with cold water? Um, how long intervals and how many times would do only neck, head, and face help? Yeah, I was told that uh, I hate cold, cold water on my body, and um, I was told that just put your uh, put your head forward and put it on your neck, and yeah, to start with the cold and end with the cold. I have to be honest and say I have not looked into the reason for that. I just took it as granted. Okay, this is how you do it. And uh, I promise I will look into that and find out why exactly that is, because that is something that I actually should know. Yeah. I wonder, is that the same with like the hot and cold compresses, not even just the shower, how they, um, I do have one of the downloads from Dr. Morris about uh, doing the hot and cold compresses on the back of your neck, kind of like back, yeah, of, like back of your neck too. So I wonder if that's the same kind of thing where they're trying to yes loosen it up yes mm -hmm. and definitely um the lymphatic massage but getting somebody who really knows what they're doing can help too yeah it is not the massages is not towards the heart it's towards the lymph nodes and um there are there are um a lymph ma uh, massages specific lymph massages but not everyone is trained in that Mm -hmm. And we can we can do our own our own massages, you know, on the lymph mm -hmm. nodes because when they harden, we know that we have a problem or harden or swell. Mm -hmm. Like I have noticed uh, quite a few times. So we do a soft uh, soft massage. It should not hurt, and getting that lymph growing. But it always is with uh, getting your kidneys to filter, mm -hmm. and that is an issue for uh, for a lot of people. Yes. Now, you mentioned you had a question about CBD oils yes. and cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, I learned, uh, I have used it. I have used it for two years when I was at my worst with the uh, arthritis pain. Mm -hmm. And um, it did not make a difference. I was a, um, what do they call that here? And, uh, a cart holder. So I thought, Okay, yep. Yeah. I could um, legally uh, uh, use it. My gosh, is that stuff expensive? <laughs> wow, crazy expensive. And um, and of course, did it do anything for me? Zero. 
Well, no, I'm not. That is not an honest. That's not an honest remark. It did zero for the pain from the arthritis. What it did, it helped me sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It. I. But you know, I stopped using it oh, already years ago. I had my card expired because you have to pay a lot to even keep that card uh, active. You have to go to a doctor's office and he looks at you and asks you three questions and then you're out the door and you pay. I think it was hundred fifty dollars twice a year. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, that's a waste. I'm not going to do that. And it wasn't helping anyway. And, uh, and, and I, I used uh, the uh, THC and I used the CBD. I used pretty much any combination. The only thing I refused to do was uh, smoking it. Yeah. I do not want, did not want to put any smoke in my body, but I tried the oils. I tried it on the skin and um, no, it did not, uh, it did not work. Now, I don't really, uh, really trust uh, anything that's government control much anyway, but there are a lot of companies that have CBD oil. So before I got that medical card, I, um, oh yeah, that's what it was called, medical marijuana card. And um, before uh, that, I used all kinds of CBD oils. I was trying them all out. And um, yeah, asleep, it worked with, with uh, sleep, falling asleep easier. So when, when I would, and this is where uh, Dr. Morris is, well, pretty clear about it. And I actually, I think I have a video about it on my uh, channel. And the channel is easy to find. It's just tonywheel.com at um, uh, tonywheel.com forward slash videos. And it goes to the YouTube channel just a forward and it has a video there he is like well it's it actually suppresses uh symptoms and since we don't heal any symptoms and and when you people say yeah but i feel better i don't have this or this or this anymore no because it is suppressed now mm. you didn't heal anything so we keep eating what we're eating and suppress the symptoms and we're not any any wiser it didn't get any better Yep. So as soon as you stop, then all your symptoms show up again. And then you have to keep using it. That's not what we are about. That's not what we are about with the, the uh, formulas uh, either. You don't take them for the rest of your life like you do with, with all the supplements and the pharmaceuticals. And, and well, yeah, that's pretty much it. Supplements and pharmaceuticals. You know, you take mm -hmm. the, herbal, the herbal protocol. We do that for like 12 to 14 weeks and then we readdress it see what is needed and what is healed and as long as you keep you know pretty uh, strict with your uh, with your healing uh, diet then yeah you will see improvement but then it is healing it's not suppressing anything yep and it's also an herb too so it, like, it is an herb and and i can see where people are like yeah but you know it's been mentioned in the in the bible and people have been using it for ages Yes, they have, but did they use it the way that we are doing it now? Mm -mm. We don't know what they did with it. I mean, some of these, these oils, they are extracted in, in, in chemicals you don't want in your body. I mean, mm -mm. That, that makes it a foreign uh, substance and you know, your body isn't, doesn't know what to do with it. It's not helping you. If you could grow the plants, and you would use the, 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 the leaves, I would say, yeah, go for it. I mean, that what we did in the Netherlands, I mean, even though back then it wasn't really that legal, but we had to have a plant in the house and you could make tea out of it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that is okay. It's like you make mint tea, you know, you now you have an, uh, an, an hemp tea. Yep. I have heard um, in the Bible where I've seen it referenced as it is used as incense. Yeah, I know Charlie uh, men mentioned that uh, recently and, and I can, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. I can see that, but that would be interesting. You want to get high with your third eye, as Charlie says, not <laughs> with cannabis. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, I may have mentioned it before. I mean, I grew up in an era where everybody around me mm -hmm. was, was using the, um, my God, what was it called then? Um, oh yeah, hush, hush use. Yep. And everybody around me was using that. And I was like, I didn't. I mean, I, I, I did it once and I was like, nope, don't like it. Will not do it. Didn't like to smoke anyway. My smoking came came later and not for a long, not for long. And uh, because my body responded to it as in not a good thing to do. And, um, but yeah, this is, I think I mentioned this one time, I, um, I once put it in cookies and the cookies were so, so, so delicious. So we were playing board games and we just kept eating the cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that backfired because I got, I had an out of, out of body experience and I did not like that one either. I had no, you know, it's like you have no control over it. So in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, I have to go to sleep and then I wake up, everything is normal again, which I did. But um, so that was my uh, my one and only experience with it. I hear people um, talking a lot about uh, medicinal mushrooms. Um, yeah, it, it may have its, its pros. And I heard someone say that his life changed uh, 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 after that in, in a good way, as in having more insight. But, you know, this is not my my uh, this is not where I have really have any. I don't have any knowledge there. I haven't tried it. I probably won't because, uh, no, I won't. <laughs> mm -hmm. I agree with that. That's a, that's a path I'm not willing to go down. I know that a lot of people are talking about like um, plant medicine and I think it's called ayahuasca, which I don't even know much about that either. So I can't really even speak to that, but I know I've have seen a couple things on that too. Yeah, it's, um, I like to stick with uh, the things that I, I know about and uh, with the fruit and some herbs and uh, drink my heal all tea or my tree lung tea and I had some, some uh, spearmint. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel that there are people that can get high on just fruit. <laughs> yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you get your body nice, that's the other thing is we don't even know what a healthy body feels like. And I know I've heard you say before that we shouldn't even be able to feel a healthy body. No, mm -mm. you don't have aches and pains and, and um, it's like you float. Mm -hmm. There are very rare mornings I wake up and I'm like, wait a minute, nothing, nothing hurts. Oh, okay. <laughs> then you kind of start going throughout the day and you're like, oh, okay. There's, there's some pain again. I feel it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and Jacob says a space cake. I haven't heard that word as space cake. It was, it was cookies. So it was space cookies, but anyway, yeah, it was fun. Funny. Yvonne um, did say that she also gets bruising and any, ever since the change, any thoughts on that? Yeah, to me, it seems like it could be like a, like a weak parathyroid. So if, if you want to discuss that with me and, and, and dig in deeper, 
and maybe you know fill out the health questionnaire so we can dig into that and see what else is there. It would be it would be interesting uh, to know. It's um, I don't know. I all I can think of it's a weak parathyroid, and um, and your body your body is healing. But if you don't use the um, uh, what is it the the herbs, it just takes a little longer. But with all fruit, you still heal. It just takes a little longer. That it does. I don't have that experience of of on fruit having easier bruising. I remember in the past that I bruised very easily. I don't have that anymore. Mm -hmm. I actually did fall on Monday because we had that ice and I was on the driveway too and I landed pretty good and I was definitely sore but I would have sworn I, I should have had some bruising somewhere and thankfully I didn't. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that. I, I don't know if it's just because or maybe I really didn't fall as hard as I think I did but I was surprised I did not have any bruising. Isn't that something? Mm -hmm. You already heal fast enough. Uh, even even I, when I had that nasty fall on my knees, I was thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to be black and blue because it definitely felt like that for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Yep. It's amazing. I would like to maybe uh, another show topic or just something on that, because I know this could be very big, would be like women's health and maybe even one on men's health too. But for women's health, should we even be going through the change? I didn't. Mm -hmm. I have not even noticed it. Yeah. Now, could I say that I wasn't on all fruit then? And um, so I cannot uh, say that was the reason. But another thing is everywhere where you, any, any female or female magazine, you know, women's magazine, um, there are many and they always talk about menopause and you can do this for it and you can do that for it. So it's always in our face. So when our period stopped and it's like, it's kind of like we're always already expecting problems. And I never gave it any thought. I just noticed like, oh my gosh, I haven't had my period for three months. You know, and at my age, I wasn't wondering if I was pregnant and uh, I wasn't even in a relationship back then. So I didn't have to worry. But um, I wonder how much is it that we are brainwashed that we are supposed to have certain or that certain symptoms will happen. Yeah. And um, I'm not saying that those things are not happening because I've seen it where, where a woman, that was not even at night, it was during the days and she had hot flashes and she was so, so miserable. And um, no, the, the symptoms that you get are very, very real, but the indoctrination or the brainwashing that we are supposed to have certain things, um, they have real, um, what is the word? Uh, well, real result, results actually. Because in, in, in the 50s and 60s, I didn't hear people talk about uh, menopause uh, symptoms. Mm -hmm. And I know that that was more private stuff but I mean you did still speak with that with your grandmother your mother you know yeah. that kind of stuff so I mean it wasn't it definitely wasn't out in magazines and stuff during that time but no no of course not no but maybe that is the difference Sarah mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. because it wasn't out there and in your face so much and use this supplement to lessen your symptoms and I wonder if the difference would be if we didn't if we hadn't known about that at all no, I never heard, even when I got in, in, into my uh, age for uh, menopause, that my mother even mentioned that what she had and my grandmother, 
or my aunts never heard them about it. It's uh, it's it's an interesting uh, an interesting idea actually. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll put that on the notes to talk about. But it is what what has been experienced by uh, people I talk to that once they are on all raw and very high fruit, they did not have any symptoms. So that makes me think if you are in, at a time where you have these hot flashes, that it will definitely be lessened. And yeah, we have a, a beautiful, Dr. Morris has beautiful um, formulas for uh, pretty much, um, you know, everything that is that is happening. And it's like, yeah, here, here we go again. Like, you know, it's like, um, what is causing the the hot flashes? You know, what, what exactly is happening? He has this female, um, um, I forgot the name. My thoughts are going in so many different directions that I cannot even remember certain things that should be right there. Female reproductive system. Mm -hmm. And that has a bunch of herbs that will help you with, uh, with that too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, I'll put that in the notes and we can definitely talk about that save some women maybe from going through the change. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it has been helping people. It is, um, you know, Dr. Moore says estrogen is acidic. And um, if you take it, your body loses the ability to make it. We know that. <laughs> Same with melatonin. Yeah. But they advertise that everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tracy said that uh, she did send you a PM on the Freak Sense website, and she wants to know if you did ever receive it. I probably did, and I'm now like, did I not respond to it? Because every day I'm responding to all my messages. So I am going to check right away. Yeah, because she... Okay. Yeah, I did get it. Um, yeah, I was out the whole day yesterday, so that was... Uh, that was um, I went to a, to a fair. So yesterday I did not get uh, into my messages at all. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're, oh yeah, you're talking about the parasite. Um, there's parasite G, which is for all the, the general, what we call it, what a word, general parasites. <laughs> it can be any parasite. And there, there is a formula for that, an herbal formula that will help you with that. And you usually take that until you don't see any coming out. But I hear a lot of people say, and that includes myself, I've never seen any parasite coming out at all. Mm -hmm. Now, I do have to admit, I don't start digging either. I, I have <laughs> not done that yet. I know people do that, but hey, no, I did. maybe someday yep. when, when I'm really, really curious. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never have that either. Uh, yeah, it is. It is probably um, it would be a good thing, but I am like, OK, I take it for three months and the parasite uh, G and whatever was in there, uh, you know, should be out now and I'm good to go. The parasite M is the microorganisms and that will help with fungus, with candida and with mold. And, you know, so that is, this is what Dr. Moore say. Oh, you probably have to take it for at least a year. So be prepared to, to use it for that long. That is one of the herbs that you will take for a longer period of time. Um, so do you start taking that right away or do you recommend oh, yeah. it on oh, the yeah. fruit yeah. first to loosen? No, no, you can take that right away. 
Okay. If you hear all these uh, all these stories about um, uh, you know when people start with detox symptoms and they are not uh, really detoxing and the kidneys are not filtering and all the problems. No, you can start it right away. It's actually the the basic uh, protocol from Dr. Morris that he uh, he designs uh, for us. It's um, it's one of the uh, the first things that we use. You know, right right in the first uh, uh, the first weeks. So parasite M and parasite uh, G. So yeah, definitely do that. And um, I don't know if people are aware, um, Dr. Morris is giving his practitioners, all his practitioners a discount. It's, um, it's a little less than it was a year ago, but it's still, uh, it's still significant. Um, the, um, the formulas, it's, it, they go for two weeks. The formula bottles um, are $27 and half of my discount is $3.50. So that is the discount that you get, 27 minus the 350. There are also capsules. If you're good with swallowing capsules, a lot of people are nuts. And um, those capsules are $29 and they are also have the same discount of $3.50. So that will help, you know, especially if you have to take it for a longer period of time. And nowadays shipping is uh, quite high. So it actually, uh, you know, it helps you with, uh, with the cost, the overall cost. That's wonderful. Uh, Grant does have a question, been off the meat, dairy and eggs since they started a year ago. Was wondering why I have the same as a person on blood thinners like his father. Yeah, but what is the same? Um, I have to scroll up probably to see what you mean. I didn't, maybe. Oh yeah, the, 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 the skin very soft and very sensitive to bruising. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, your dad is on, on, on blood thinners um, and he is probably bruises easily. And that means that uh, his blood is thinning a little bit too much. I have, sure hope he's not using Coumadin because that almost killed me when I was in the hospital with a heart attack. Yeah, that's some scary stuff. Yeah, I would need to know more, Grant, to, to give you a good answer on that mm -hmm. and uh, what exactly uh, it is. Um, I saw a message from Bill to Vogue that was also about parasite, wasn't it? Yes. If I'm eating uh, fruit and veggies, how do I get the parasites out of me? It would, if you are eating only fruit and you would do that for, say that you do that for a year, and your body is getting really alkaline. You, do, you have very little stress in your life because stress is acidic. Mm -hmm. um, even, even the air you know, can be acidic, whatever it is in the air or wherever you are, it can be your water. But say that your body is alkaline and after you, I, I now I say a year, but it's not really, it's a year for some people, it's longer for some people shorter. Um, your body get more alkaline, then parasites cannot live in it. Now, if there is an indicate, if you have indications like you have these, um, uh, what is it, cravings, then yeah, you could still have uh, parasites in you. So it is using the uh, the parasite G and the parasite M uh, to make sure that you get them out. And I think I've never really give, gave it much thought, as in being worried about it for myself. But I definitely think it is, we need to get those out because I see so many more uh, evidence that we do have parasites where we, and in foods that we didn't even expect it would be in. Mm -hmm. 
um, you get the parasites from me. So you can connect uh, with me. I can, uh, my email is healthywithfruit at gmail.com. And um, you just let me, we can go over what you want. And um, I sent you an overview of the cost. You pay me, I pay Dr. Morris and they send it. That's how it works. Mm. So it will be sent directly from Dr. Morris and everything will be sent in short. It actually comes pretty quick. Yeah, he, they, they ship it out. They always say between three and five business day that they ship it out. But my experience is it's usually two, three days before it's shipped out. Mm -hmm. And uh, and of course, not during the weekend. They don't work on Saturday and Sundays. And um, so, yeah, it, it is fast. And, and I usually, when you give me the order or you say what you want, it's um, I do it the same. I can put the order in the same day or the next day. And as soon as you pay it, I mean, the order is goes through on their site. And uh, that's the process. That's how it works. I don't know if they're going to change that because there are quite a few changes in the future. And um, because Dr. Morris is going to start Dr. Morris detox centers and uh, like like little, you know, like a franchise. And I definitely want to be part of that. Oh, that'd be great. So then, you know, things change again. Mm -hmm. I always said I wanted to do that. Go somewhere where they bring you everything you're supposed to eat. They keep it nice and relaxed. <laughs> yeah, and, and I have been considering that even at my own home, you know, like have somebody because I have an extra um, uh, space mm -hmm. with, a, with a kitchen where people can make their own stuff and, you know, I'll be around. But yeah, it can be done for you. It's like you do it like for a month or three months and um it is, it is a possibility just to get going and to learn more. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. maybe. Yeah, that, that is where I did find it was always the most hard to get started. And I see that in a lot of people too. Like I, I have to juice every day. I have to do this every day. I, you know, and it's not until they start to see the benefits of it. And then also the time you eventually start saving because now when you're hungry, you just grab oranges or grab some apples or even a few bananas or make some orange juice that you already have going. And so you're not making dinner, doing dishes, you know, going to the grocery store, planning out meals. So yeah, in the beginning, it can definitely be overwhelming, but the journey to Wellville is very much worth it. Uh, that is one thing. And actually it, it, it is pretty simple. I'm, uh, I do make like apple juice uh, ahead of time. Uh, orange juice, not so much because I feel that after a few hours, the taste is different and I don't like that. And uh, so I always drink that one fresh and someone said, but you know, that takes me forever to make. And I was like, well, I have an electric juicer. It takes me 15 minutes to make one liter or one quart, not too bad. And, you know, look at when you, when you make, uh, make your breakfast, it takes you longer than that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're right. The cleaning up is uh, easier. It takes me a few minutes. Yep. So my dishwasher is only on, I think, once a week. Mm -hmm. So my mom and I were laughing at if we ever decided to build a home or move or anything like that. Um, she's like, so would would we even have an oven now? <laughs> would, would we even have a stove? <laughs> and so yeah. like when we really start thinking of those concepts. It's like yeah. 
uh, yeah, I have this oven with the beautiful <laughs> cooking uh, plate on it. And uh, I'm like, I need to have a cover on it and it's just an extra, you know, counter space. <laughs> yeah, think about how much money you're going to save too. You don't have to buy a microwave. You don't have to buy, uh, I guess, depending on what kind of fruit, you know, maybe you don't have to buy them giant refrigerators anymore. <laughs> Well, I actually added a freezer to my mm -hmm. uh, kitchen uh, stuff. I bought a used freezer and uh, I have the, all the frozen meats for the cats in there and uh, a lot of uh, frozen fruits just yeah. in case I can't get anything. And I love to use it for, for smoothies. I make those a few times a week. Mm -hmm. So, and, and well, I still do the, the shopping, but, you know, the, the grocery shopping is only once a week. Mm -hmm. And uh, I only go to one one little section in the store, and that's that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, actually, life is easier with eating all fruit. But I can see in the beginning it's overwhelming because you want to replace what you ate. And I did that too, you know, the transitioning. And it's like, well, I don't eat this anymore. What can I replace it with? Not even thinking of like just forget the whole dish and and eat fruit. Yep. You know, you first start looking at other things that are you know that are vegan. But then realize that vegan is not really the healthiest uh, way to go. Not it? at all. And especially, it's a, it, well, it's a big step already, you know, to leave all the animal products out. So it, that is a good thing. It is. It, you know, yeah. keep moving. But now there are so many, when, when you go into the store, there are so many um, uh, vegan things. I, you know, I, I was in a restaurant not too long ago and I was like, okay, what do you have for somebody who only wants to eat, you know, veggies, vegan? And oh, we have the Beyond uh, Burger. No thanks. No, no good. <laughs> thanks. You got some carrots or just a piece of fruit? <laughs> um, one more thing I want to say before we go is I did see some comments just even in here too about fruits and the veggies. Um, the veggies still are good for us. They're just much harder for our bodies to digest, whereas fruits just very easy on our bodies. Yeah, and the veggies don't heal. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, they, they don't really add to it. It takes a lot of energy to digest them. But yes, we do, we do use them with, when regenerating again, you know, building up again. Mm -hmm. And um, a very good thing to eat then, it's, it's also Dr. Morse's favorite, is... Um, this is bad. I forgot it. <laughs> his favorite veggie or his favorite no it is, it is food. The, oh a salsa i knew it started with an a yeah oh, can salsa you, can is you, good. I, ha I have i have a confession to make uh -oh. <laughs> yesterday at the fair you were not allowed to take any drink or any foods in there uh, i wonder uh, why so i had some bad foods uh, I'm sure they were better. Would you say bad? I'm sure they weren't. Fat. They were. They were really, really fat, and it affects my brain. Oh no! <laughs> it wasn't like a deep fried Twinkie, right? No. They, do they have that? <laughs> they do. They deep fry everything. Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh. We've had wonderful people in the chat today and wonderful questions. And I'm looking forward to, will we do that next week where we allow people to call into the Zoom? Yeah, and I think we should, um, I want everybody to let them know. And you sent me, I give you that email again. The email is also in the show notes, or at least it should. It is uh, healthywithfruit at gmail.com and just put in a Zoom link. 
And then I know that is what you that you want to be a part of um, just live chatting, you know, and not in text, just live chatting with us back and forth. And uh, you will see how that goes. I think it would be interesting and um, it would be good because I like to get information from people too. Because when I talk with, you know, after someone filled out a health questionnaire and we started talking and go over things, oh my God, we have chats from two to three hours even. Absolutely. And, and we talk about anything and everything. And it's not that, that you learn from me. I learn from you also. Mm -hmm. That is, and, and I think we can all learn from each other. So I think that just gives, um, that gives these, these Q&As uh, a little extra or a lot extra, actually. Yes, I absolutely agree with that. and looking forward to that. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, everybody, uh, thanks for being here. Thank you again, Sarah. You, you helped me today a lot because I was a little, <laughs> a little <spaced> out. <laughs> no problem. My, my apologies. Glad I could help. I think it was a wonderful show and thank you all very much. And we love you all. And uh, we'll be looking forward to actually speaking with you next week. That'll be great. Yeah, it will be. And um, so what can we say till the next time and have a great, great week and weekend and, you know, work on your uh, work on your health journey. Forget the word detox, call it a health journey. That's what you're doing. Yes. And try yeah. to conserve your energy so you're not weakened by the time the weekend comes. <laughs> Oh, I, never, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tony, it was great. And thank you all again. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Till the next time, everyone. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Q&A with Tony Wheel. Please see the show notes for ways to reach out to Tony and how you can submit your questions for the show.